Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello and welcome to Table Manners. Today we have it's a big day, two of Manchester's finest. <laughs> We've got Noel Gallagher and Lenny Ware. It's going to be such an exciting. You day. just came in. You look like you're about to like take someone down in court. Like I don't know whether I you think know, you're doing like, Noel's off. new divorce or something. I Maybe. don't know. Maybe. Um, I kind of quite like the thrills at the end of the. Well, you sleeve. look fabulous, but you came in. And you said, "Oof, a bit rock and roll." Then what happened last night? Went out to my friends Alex and Monique, and they had. Wine glasses that were like goldfish bowls. Oh, yeah, and I how thought many of them did I didn't you know to dive in or drink it, <laughs> <laughs> but I drank it. So I'm on food duties today. Yeah, what have um, you made, Not darling? only am I packing to go away for a month, I'm, I am. Um, can I help? What can you help with? I can help. Can I look after my children and feed them whilst I'm yeah, gone? Yeah, I will definitely come um, every day next week. So yeah, I'm in a bit of a not a pickle, but it's like you know, lots going on. We love it that way. But I am in charge. I always seem to do breakfast, don't I? Yeah, you do. You said you wanted to do yes, this I do. one. Yes, yeah. I did. Can I and just... I like the idea of Noel Gallagher being a new cross yeah. uh, in my house and potentially asking the next door neighbours to stop sanding. Stop fucking sanding. Um, so, yeah, maybe they'll listen to him, not me. We've got Noel on and I'm cooking. Do you know, he comes from just down the road from me. I wonder Does if he? ever went to cheat him. <laughs> yeah, he comes from just down the road in Salford. Does he? Yeah. I'm going to tell him I'm from Salford too. Um, he's got a new album out and it's really it's good. It's brilliant, darling. It's I listened really to it. I felt really pleased um, to get I, that. It's called Council Skies and it's all about exploring his Mancunian roots. Big themes of youthful yearning, unbridled ambition. And in Noel's words, it's going back to the beginning, daydreaming, looking up at the sky and wondering about what life could be. That's as true to me now as it was in the early 90s. The artwork, shot by Kevin Cummins, was photographed on the original centre spot of what was the old main road football stadium, which I'm sure you went to, didn't I you? I did. Um, home of his beloved Do you think city. I dare tell him that I used to support City when I was seven? I don't know if you seven. should. I think he'll just hate you. Yeah, he might do. I think I'll keep quiet. He's doing a massive homecoming gig in Withenshaw Park in August. Withenshaw. He is probably he's the greatest. He's a fantastic lyricist. Oh, my. He's unbelievable songwriter. Yeah. And I may have called in the help of the biggest Oasis fan that I know. Well, you've Felix got two. White, too. Jack Pignati and Felix White are the biggest. So I may have called Felix and said, listen, is there anything that you need to ask Noel? And Felix has come up with two very good questions, which I will not What's take credit for. I just have to say, no, I'm not taking credit wait, for them. Just wait, save it. Darling. I will be, I will be. Can't wait to, this could go brilliantly or badly because you're United and you used to sports City. I will City. not, I so will not, is, I'm not going to say anything about football. I'll believe that Except when I, I see I do it. want okay. to know if he's ever met Haaland. Haaland is the most astonishing footballer I've ever come across, to be honest. Oh, yeah, he's met Haaland in his underpants. Oh, wow, yeah. there you go. And on that note, Noel Gallagher on to Noel Gallagher, thank you very much for being here. Well, thank you for You've having come me. and we've got you a goat's milk Yorkshire tea, Thank gold. You. Don't judge me. I okay. am a bit. Goat's you know, I've kept my accent, but I've jettisoned my drinking, my, my milk habits. And you drink Yorkshire tea? Yorkshire, yeah. Can't drink anything else. But I bring thousands of those things on tour with me. Do you? Bring bags full of it, yeah. Why do you like goat's milk, darling? It just happened to be in the fridge once, and 
my ex-wife was drinking it and I kind of thought, oh, that's, yeah, that's all right. When like, my kids said, why do you drink goat's milk? And I said, because I'm the greatest of all time. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> very good. And I said, only, yeah. only the best can drink it. And they were like, yeah. what, is, is that actually? And I was like, yeah, actually. It's only me and Lionel Messi drink it. <laughs> David Bowie drank it. And uh, John Lennon, I believe. Oh, so you... He's you joking. are. No, you're not. Oh, you're teasing. I'm listening, gullibly, thinking, yeah, I can rely on this Manchester person to tell the truth. Your accent, he, accent's coming back he all knows, of a sudden. He I'm... knows Cheatham Hill, Jess. Of course he fucking does. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, man- yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she does that thing where she says, I'm from Manchester, and then says she's from Salford, which is actually not in Manchester. It's next to Cheatham So where my bit is off Leicester... Do you know Leicester Road? I do, I know. Right, well, yeah. so... I'm at the top of Leicester. Well, that's where my mum used to live. All right. So what what brought you down to the snack of the woods? Love. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't love at all. I went to university in Birmingham. All right. And then everyone wanted to come to London. I guess, yeah. It was... And I did social work and I got a job here. All right. And that's... So I went to Manchester High. Me too. Which one did you <laughs> no, go to? I mean, to? I was high. <laughs> Very good. So I went to Manchester to High there. all the time, actually. I've still got, I've still got friends in Manchester, and I love Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love going back to see my mum. Uh, Where's your mum living? She still lives in the same council house that we. Does that, she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she lives in a place called Burnage, which is right in the oh, south it's side. Oh, Burnage. No, it no. was. Was it? It was. Yeah. Did you go to Burnage School? No, no, no. I went to a school called Saint Mark's in Didsbury. I was, I was originally born in Longsight. Yeah. Just where Longsight Market is. And then um, they knocked our houses down to build this new fangled thing called a soup. It's called a hypermarket, and it was the new Asda's. And uh, we got moved to this posh part of town, which was called Burnage. Burnage. And uh, well, I can assure you it's not posh anymore. And I went to a place called St. Mark's in Didsbury. Are you Catholic? Yeah, for my, for my sins. Is that, yeah. is that why you went to St. Mark's rather well, yeah. than Burnage? <laughs> well, well, I went to St. Mark's because my parents suggested I might want to go there. Okay. You know, yeah, I didn't go because I'm a firm believer in was, Jesus was Christ. It, was no. it strict? Catholic schools in the seven. Well, good They weren't as brutal as probably the 50s, but it was an all boys school and there was like hundreds in each class. So I didn't, I, I bunked off school for three months and nobody noticed. And my school was, the school was that, that big that my, that my mum was actually one of the head dinner ladies and she didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> and I used, to, I, used to, I, used to go, I used to go in just to have dinner. What were you doing when you were bunking off? Clue sniffing. Doing magic okay. mushrooms. How old okay. were you? Uh, I would have been 13, 14. And then um, when she finally got the letter, she, then I said to her, we haven't seen Noel for three months and she went well I've seen him every day she said well he can't we've not seen him for three months and well, I would just go in for dinner and then uh, I, just, I still think she never really forgave me for that until I appeared on top of the pops and then she was like okay <laughs> fair enough but were you off playing a guitar at 30? no no, no just I was doing naughty getting things drunk just just listening actually listening to a lot of music so yeah what was great on uh, Glue to listen to anything <laughs> We're getting these are the hard hitting questions. Yeah. That, 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 oh, they, did they, they warn you about they, 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 What music is great on Lasagna's glue? Lasagna's coming up. Well, I've got it? a glue. Funnily enough, I've got a glue playlist that I've made up before. <laughs> that I made up before I came here. Uh, it, it, uh, glue is not or wasn't conducive to listening to music. But what was great on glue was that you would hallucinate rather vividly. Did you ever write a song about it? About glue sniffing. Well, yeah, no, but some, no, 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 no. But some of the some of the punks did. No. Um, back to food and the dinner and and and, 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 and actual food yeah. goes. Um, was, yeah, what's the food good at St. Yeah. St. Mark's? Uh, standard, you know, standard school food. I'm not sure. School food these days. Like, well, you can... went in every day, or was that just yeah, to make it's... sure your mum didn't? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right. I, wasn't, I wasn't going in because the food was great. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I was going in because I was trying to keep the subterfuge going. But, um, yeah, standard school food, like everything with chips and you know, it wasn't as healthy as these things are now. You know, my kids go to school and there's vegan options and vegetarian this and gluten-free that. And uh, I sometimes feel a bit sorry for them. They just want steak, kidney pie and chips, yeah. mashed potatoes and, you know, apple crumble. But um, it's all got a bit posh these days, hasn't it? There's a big Catholic school opposite Heaton Park, isn't there? 
There is. Have you ever played at Heaton Park? Yes, I have. Yeah, I actually went to see the Pope there when he came. Believe Did it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a massive, great, big yeah, deal. And, and we, yeah, everybody. Every, is that, is everyone that where in Manchester. The, but it's like the only celebrities. But is that yeah. where the Stone Roses did their big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Heaton Park. Did Oasis ever play there? We did. Yeah, they have, they have a festival on that. I think I might be playing there this year. I don't know. Not Park Life. Yeah, so, yeah. Is it called Park Life? Is something you it, no, that? you wouldn't do no. Park Life. It's quite dancey. I don't think. No, but they have they have they have these festivals on there, uh, and I I've, I've played it as a solo artist. An Oasis played a few nights there. You're doing yeah. Withenshaw. I'm Withenshaw Park. Yeah, yeah. Th- this August. I didn't yeah. even know they had gigs at Withenshaw. They don't. Park. This is the first one. This is really? the this is the inaugural one. Yeah, they're gonna That's amazing. they're gonna do it now in um, as an annual thing. And uh, why yeah. you, why don't you play at the city stadium? Because I'm not popular enough. Oh bollocks. Stop. <laughs> you did, all the city supporters would go. <laughs> no, no, no. Just get other Harland, people with get, yeah, yeah. Har- get Harland on. on well, base. you would, you would, you would, you would, you would hope that they would, but I'm not willing to take that risk, and neither are my promoters. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, my high flying bird thing is not stadium friendly. It was like arenas is my kind of level, and I don't, and I don't even like doing arenas. I love that arenas. Arenas is my level, sure. <laughs> I don't, I'm just yeah. trying to get out of academies. <laughs> Jesse, just, I'm not, you want I'm, to well, do an arena? I don't, well, don't well, know. I don't, do you like arenas? No, I don't like them. I prefer theatres. There's more of a there's more of a vibe with the. I think if, I think when you're playing arenas. Oh, this is what I think anyway. I don't know whether I've been tough on myself. Every time I go to see someone in an arena, they've got this this larger than life thing where they they interact with the crowd I've literally got nothing to say apart from the music so I'm, so I'm better if I'm well, in a, I a theatre well not on things like this yeah but not yeah. in between songs I'm not uh, I can't like, be bothered asking everybody like, how, they're, how they're doing I'm like are you Lane. doing are you some guy in the front going actually I'm not too well at the minute I'm not, <laughs> no. I'm not, I don't the audience participation thing has yet to reach me yeah. I think I'd like to let the music yeah, do the you talking. You need a gay crowd like Jesse's. Well, <laughs> actually, they've limited how much I can speak because I was speaking too much. It was becoming yeah. like a chat show. Really? So they, they've really? actually limited it. You got so someone outside of the stage doing this? No, so. I just like the Jessie songs go it. into each one, so we make it more like a dance set because otherwise I'd be like, "What's your name? Where'd you come from?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been well, that's a how Billy. That's how Billy Connolly became a comedian because he was in a band with the guy that wrote um, Baker Street, you know, that famous song. Did Baker Jerry Rafferty and they were and they were a folk duo and Billy Connolly used to do the in-between song part and he used to tell these stories and at one point the stories got so long that Jerry Rafferty said you know I think you want to do your own thing from now on it was kind of like he was doing like one song and 20 minutes of a funny story from Billy Connolly and that's how he got to do be a stand-up that's comedian. Am- maybe we should go on tour together Maybe and, I should do the know, music and you should do, yeah, you should do yeah, the chit-chat. Chat. Yeah, I know. Well, let's take it back to the beginning. At, when your mum wasn't doing dinner lady duty, what was she cooking at home? And what's a really memorable dish well, from I, your childhood? Well, I come from a very Irish family. Is your mum Irish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does she speak with an Irish accent? Oh, good Lord, yes. Oh, so she's proper Irish. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's okay. as Irish as they come, yeah. She okay. is insane. So she's from a family of 11... And she's got uh, seven sister, uh, the seven girls, and uh, five of the seven all moved to Manchester at the same time. They all live in the same council estate within like within walking distance oh, from each other. And of course, being Irish, they all had about fourteen kids each. So it was a big kind of Irish family. So it's all Irish cooking, which is like stews and you know, I never had a boiled eggs when I was thirty-one. <laughs> Did you? That's did a, you a true like, story. No, I was stop. on my. Th- I said was on my thirtieth birthday. Someone said you should, you know, you should try something you've never tried before on my thirtieth birthday. And I was like, you know, I've never had a boiled egg, and I had boiled egg and soldiers, and I'd now eat eggs. Do you love and them? And they're going out. Yeah, I love yeah. them. Yeah, they're going out. Particularly that point a few years ago when they said, you know what, they don't actually give you cholesterol, and you're like, right. Crack I'll on with more, the fucking yeah. eggs then. I eat eggs every day. Two two eggs and two slices. You already had eggs then. Today. I have. Yeah, but it's, God's sake. Yeah. Well, okay, you can have another one. Jesse, you probably didn't fancy what you were cooking, and he thought you'd better eat first. I told you. I gave you three <laughs> options. Maybe Did you it not get the? So it didn't come to me. I'm afraid. No. Well, don't worry. You've got the lightest option, okay. which is lucky. Or you can have a slice of cake. Well, what are the options? Well, no, now there isn't one right. option. There's only one option. <laughs> I, I went ahead and decided. Yeah, right. yeah that it's was. So, why light. did you give three options and then made the decision? Because it's Noel Gallagher, and I was like, 
Okay. I, I, I felt she's like he'd have an opinion on these kind of things. She'd wait till you'd chosen it. Well, only, only, she the didn't. Creme, only the goats get I don't want to start the, a family uh, feud here. You know, I'm oh, only, no, I'm no, like, this is just normal. This is just normal. normal. I want to know which part of Ireland was your mum from? She's from a place called County Mayo, which is on the west. Oh, it's on, on the west side. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the wild west. Did you there, like but. her cooking? Growing up, you have nothing to judge it against because it's just when people cook for you. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not a big, even to this day, I'm, you know, I'm in my mid fifties now, and I'm not. I mean, I like nice food and all that, but I'm not. I'm not really. You know, I'm not a foodie. Do you know what I mean? I won't go. Oh my god, that was an amazing piece of salmon. You know what I mean? It's kind of food is still a function for me. You're hungry, you eat. You know, you crack on with what you're doing. But I do like going to nice restaurants. But I didn't. You can't. What, your mum's cooking. You can't judge it against anything else. Do you know what I mean? So, like when Oasis were really getting big mm. and you were probably being spoiled with the riches of you know the best restaurants was that something that you got a bit excited about or were you like no really. no no when we when we because well, we got big quite quickly the it kind of blew up quite quick I and mean, we were still the same kind of five guys that had been in the rehearsal room the year before so we were still hanging out in pubs and we weren't that you know we weren't the healthiest or the, the most sophisticated bunch you know i'd i'd know i'd you know i didn't have I didn't have sushi until I moved to London. I was like, what, raw fish? All right, so what's that all about? Odd, the fucking it, that looks yeah. like the inside of a bicycle tyre. It's like, no, it's octopus. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I've never been I've never been that hugely... Um, oh, funnily enough, I'm not, in, I'm not foodie at all, but I do like watching MasterChef. Me too. I love it. Are you watching it this week? I am watching it. I watch it. I've got it on series think? link at home. Do you like the, the the amateur or do you like the professionals? Do you watch both? Why well, I watch it is the same reason that I used to love watching Top Gear. I can't drive. I've never had a driving lesson. I'm not. It's not something. Well, I actually, yeah. I, I I heard you talking on Zoe Ball yeah. about your driving yeah. lessons, which was just so yeah, hysterical. Well, I've only ever had one, and uh, the woman uh, I was driving around a housing estate in Slough in a Nissan Micra with a big white triangle on the top with a big letter L and I was thinking I can't wait so like this is easier past this get a massive fucking Rolls Royce or something and uh, she said can you just pull over here please and I pulled over onto the curb and she just unclicked the seatbelt and said I'll be back in a minute and she walked into this house and came back out with her mum why? She, because her mum wanted to meet me oh my god that's so unprofessional <laughs> and, at, and, at, and at that point the slough comprehensive the, the bell went for kicking out time and all the all these kids were kind of looking at me sat in this car like with an idiot. An L, with an L and, on I, and, when, and then I drove the car back to my house and I was like, okay, well, I won't be doing that again. That was um, an awkward drive home. But anyway, I, I bought, it never stopped me loving Top Gear, which I thought was a great TV <laughs> programme and I used to love it and I, lo I love like looking at cars and I think they're amazing. And it's the same with food. I enjoy watching amateurs make it. And it's the kind of thing, you know, when you see these people and they're like, they're so fucking clever, really cooks, you know it? what I mean? I know, I agree. And I'm thinking, I mean, I can, because I live on my own, I can cook for myself, right? And I, what but would I, you cook? What, what would you cook? Oh, just standard chicken, meat, I just anything you can what, put in roast, an arga. A roast chicken? I can do that, yeah, easy. Argas are pain in the arse, or are they actually quite know. easy? They're, for me, they're quite easy. Okay. Is yeah. your kitchen always hot then? Yes, it is. I don't mind it warm. I like it warm. Okay, everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone that comes to what my house is like, your, What colour is your argan? Black. Black. And it is always on, yeah, and it does make the kitchen quite hot, but I like that. But I can... I, can, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't cook for anybody else for fear that I'd poison them, like food poisoning. So I'm good at cooking for me, but anyone else, I'm like... Do you do pasta? <laughs> I can do pasta. I can do. Yeah, I can do. I can so, do pasta. so you wouldn't. If we were coming round, you, you just. No, we be. Well, I live. I live in. I live in the countryside at the minute, so we'd be going to the King George pub, uh, the local pub, yeah, which is not bad. Is and, it? Uh, What's your order there? Fish and chips. Speaking of fish and chips, mm. uh, now because and you know this anyway, but um, Felix White is Felix White, who mm. uh, from the Maccabees. Mm the biggest Noel Gallagher fan in the world. <laughs> yeah. And I had to call him yesterday and I went to school with him and oh, I, right, no way. I watched him. I don't know if I've told you this before, but I've watched him and Jack Pignate perform Oasis in the talent show when we were in like <laughs> wow. year, wow. year 10 <laughs> and they dressed up and uh, he was Liam, right. Jack was Noel. Um, and he adores you, but you know this. Yeah. Um, but he has some food-related 
questions because okay. I was like listen we've got the goat um, coming and he said okay this is the shit that I need to know fish and chips Zabaleta did you say something about respecting Zabaleta for having a fish and chips every Friday yeah yes yeah yeah well so there's this there's this football player he's from uh, he's from Argentina he used to play for City and he used to he lived in Didsbury, I believe, and he used yeah. to go to the same chippy every Friday and get fish and chips and queue up with the with the natives. And it's like, you know what? Spread that dude for yeah. that. Have you ever been to Argentina? I went recently. Yeah. It's the most amazing country gorgeous. on the planet. I know, it's gorgeous. You say this to people and they go, really? And I'm like, I'm telling you, the, the people, food. the food, the people, Empanada. the vibe, I love it. The best gigs you will ever do. Ever is in Argentina. I don't know. Sao Paulo was pretty amazing for me. Well, Mexico yeah, but, City. Yeah, for me, I've been going to... I mean, I went, first went to Argentina when I was a roadie for a band in the 80s. I first went in 1988. And um, it was amazing then. And uh, Oasis used to do the craziest gigs there in football stadiums, like the <gasps> maddest things you'd ever see in your life. And they jump. Yeah, and, and they go, bananas. But it's the most amazing country. I've no. got to say, and the, the, the food. Yeah, vegetarians don't get on too well over there, fortunately. No. But they cook their steak a bit too much. No, you just have to order it a bit less done. Jesse, but when they you say that to them, they think you're slightly odd not having well done I steak. I absolutely love it. Do oh, you really? like your steak well done? Uh, if I'm cooking it at home, I'll do it for four and a half minutes. Well, that's quite rare. It's medium rare. Quite rare that I'm cooking at home. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, do you have curry sauce with your chips? If I'm up in Manchester and have a yeah. chippy, yeah, fish because chips and curry. Because they don't yeah. do curry sauce down here with the chips. No, do they, they don't. No, when you say that, well, all all people down here think we just drink pints of gravy. Have you had to educate your children because they're all Londoners, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, have you had to educate them about? The Mancunian way. Uh, my kids do a very good condescending Mancunian accent. And we're like, all right. All right. Yeah, all right, Dad. All right. And uh, when I take them to the football, they love... So when we go to when we go to the city's home games up in Manchester, they will go in a box and all that. But when we go away, they love going on the terraces with the city fans. And trying to talk Manc. Uh, no, they, they just love all the characters. That, and, uh, you know, they're There's like, nowhere like kids. Manchester, is there? Well, uh, it's difficult for, for warmth. Well, I mean, it, well when you stand well, at a yeah, bus yeah, stop, yeah, I uh, defy you not to talk to someone. All right, yeah, but, all right, Peter, cock, but yeah, yeah. But, but wouldn't everybody say that about the city that they were born no, in? There's no, 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 right. no, Jesse, Jesse. Well, London, London, London belongs to England. It doesn't really belong to Londoners. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I've ever met anyone from London in London. They're all. Are you actually from London? Yes, yeah, yeah. My kids are born and bred in London, but I don't. I think Manchester is. I mean. I love it. It's very. There's a lot of funny characters up there, and still to this day, the people which are making. But the club scene was fun. When I grew up, the Twisted Wheel I used to go to, which was an amazing place to go to. We used to go to Time and Place. Right. We used to hang out to see if we could see George Best anywhere. Were you doing? I used to go to George Best's house on a Sunday because you, you you know, you lived in that big glass house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people used. Used to go and he so he lived so he was he was like one of the Beatles, right? Yeah. And uh, he lived in this big glass house just outside of Manchester. And for a, people used to go for a Sunday day out to in look. the seventies just to stand at the end of his driveway. <laughs> oh, you weren't getting invited in. No. Oh. No, you used to stand there. So this to is watch. like being in like well, the hills. He, well, it was like this this he futuristic like glass, yeah. glass. It was a futuristic glass yeah. box of a house. And you could see him watching TV with Miss World, and you Miss people World. just go. He didn't yeah. even, he didn't, and you he could, was, yeah. yeah, we used to go to his house and just stand, just to not, see if you not could as see kids. Him. My parents used to take us there, <laughs> right? Amazing. And it would be, be like families would just be stood looking up just, the gate drive, looking to see to get a glimpse of George Best. And I wasn't, I'm not United. He was fan. so handsome as okay, well. He was gorgeous, and he had only ever had blonde women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his nightclub was called Blondes. Yeah top dude yeah he yeah. was he was great I'm going to cut some bread are you are you really not fancying eating anything there's oh, a bit of like asparagus that. a fried egg Some. you don't have to have the fried egg if you don't want you can just have the tahini and asparagus and go on then I'll have that then yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, have some I'll be so I'll sad be if you don't can, yeah. no, I, I'm some. looking at the most beautiful ring on your finger that looks oh. slightly papal uh, well tell me about it so this is so when when you leave school in America you get you get, you get a ring like you get that. A ring like, it's just like a college ring, like, whereas we get a kick in the arse and, and, a, and a certificate that no one ever keeps. And I bought that in a 
pawn shop in Tokyo in the 90s. And um, I didn't think anything of it until the internet was invented and Googled it. And it's, so, it's like from... It's given to somebody in Ruston. I think you get to design your own ring when you leave. So this guy, I think his name was Dwayne. Oh, it's got Dwayne on it. And I think he played number 20 for the football team. Oh, my gosh. And the football team were called the Bearcats, and it's from Ruston High in Mississippi, I believe. Poor soul. I wonder why he gave it to well, me. Have well, you seen it? Have you thought about finding him and giving it back? No, but i tell you a funny story. I uh, so it, 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 the fact that he was in Tokyo would suggest that he'd probably join the army. And he was stationed uh, in Tokyo and he kind of pawned there. it for a prostitute or something. But one, one afternoon, I was sat in an airport lounge yeah. in America somewhere. And <laughs> I was a bit hungover and, a, and a, a guy dressed in the desert camouflage fatigues and he said, where did you get the ring from, buddy? And I was a little bit pissed and I started talking back in an American accent. And I was like, oh, Rushton High. And he went, I went to Rushton High. And I was like, oh, fuck. My God. And I went, fuck shit. And he was going, when, when you do, when you do, go Bearcats, where'd you go to Ruston? I was like, oh, yeah, like, uh, are you fucking there? <laughs> and I started to sweat. And I was like, please call the flight now, you know. And luckily the flight was called. And I, honestly, I was dripping. I was like, fuck shit, man. And he was like, where'd you go? Here, go Bearcats, man. You don't look old enough. Man. Like, you know, fucking Billy Bob shit, man. Oh, like, my God, um, Yeah, it was, it was one of the most stressful events of my entire life. <laughs> Because he was clearly on his way back from, you know, trashing the Middle East. And uh, he was probably going to be in a bad mood. You know, and I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> do you go to America often? I do. I'm going, I'm going in a few weeks, yeah. Start, start my tour there, yeah. You're starting your tour there? Yeah. When does your album actually come out? June the 2nd. June, oh, so... You're that's... a pre-professional at this, isn't she? She's no! Seamless, no. Seamlessly sliding into plugging my record there. We listen to the album. <laughs> do you want juice think it's wonderful. or juice or... I'll take some water, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, do you know what? The older that I've got, the more I've grown to love America. I used to hate it when I, went, oh, when I, I was it. when I was younger. Because there was too many rules. It was like, you know, you, you can't do this here, and it's, this shot's at this time, and you can't smoke that there, and all that. But you kind of get to your mid-thirties and you go, it's like, fucking what? Oh, it's like the pace of this life and the fucking avocados on toast, you know, two in the afternoon. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So we ask everyone, if you were going onto a desert, not something sinister, if you're going for, to a desert island for six months, what meal would you have before you went? Before I went? Yeah. My, what's my favourite meal? You've got, no, you've got starter, main, put, right. drink. Starter? Uh, do like a bit of squid for starters. Do so, you? Yeah, yeah, it would be something... Uh, Grilled or... No, you know when they deep fry, deep fry it. Oh, you yeah. like calamari? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. But I love not it. just like not Italian calamari when they kind of oh, do it. Salt and pepper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Do you like a dip with that? Do you like a garlicky mayonnaise, or do you just no, like it with just the chili dip? Would be the, would the be, chili. Would be the, okay. Would be the best one. And uh, for a main course, what would I have? Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm not really... What did you have last night for your dinner? Oh, I had pizza. Do you like pizza? Love it. Okay. There's a pizza restaurant in Maida Vale called the Red Pepper, which is 
It, I swear to you now, it's the best pizza in, well, obviously I won't say in the, in Which the world. Which road is it on? Uh, Formosa Street. Oh, I know. Do you really? I was in Maidervale last night, actually. Oh, right. Went right. some friends on Clifton Gardens. I love Maidervale. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I've lived, lived around there so for quite a while. It's gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, it's isn't yeah. it? There's another little, there's like a little Greek Turkish restaurant up a little side street Someone I've been to. Someone really Greek, a really good Greek restaurant in Maidervale. Yeah, oh, it's right. up a little side street. Oh, okay. On the other side of Warwick Avenue. Oh, okay. There's a great sushi place up there called Sushi Murasaki, which I'm going to tonight, I believe, with my Are kids. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How many children have you got? I've I should know. Three. Three. Yeah. And they're all big grown-ups. And, and I saw one of them, your beautiful, I think she's your eldest daughter. She was yeah. taking photos of you. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's 23. She's amazing. Uh, and then I've got an eldest lad is 16 this year. And then my youngest little boy, the legend, uh, is 13 this year. 13. I know, they're amazing. Oh, they really are. They're the funniest. The two, the two guys are like a comedy double act. Their entire meaning of their life is for one of them to try and get the other one into trouble. That's all they live for. That's all they live for. And it's tit for tat. So tonight when I see them, they'll be, uh, so... Ask D about what happened at school today. And, oh my god! But um, they are amazing, funny kids. Do we get the last supper? So no. We've got, no, we've got no. calamari. Yeah, he's only got to calamari. It may need um, some salt, and I will not be offended. All right. Have you got salt, darling? Yeah, I um. So what would I have? Probably. Probably steak and chips, actually. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? Well, Just I didn't knew know it. I was going to say that. But I, I knew it. I felt it. Right. Yeah. Steak and chips. And then for dessert, apple crumble. Apple crumble. Who makes the best apple crumble? Hmm. Actually, the one at the school dinner is yeah. apple crumble. They always, the puddings were always yeah. good, weren't and the, they? And the... Cake and custard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The custard and that. Pretty spectacular, I have to say. Okay, so and then and what, what drink of choice? Are you yeah. having beer? Are you having wine? Are you big into? Do you drink? I'm big into alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm Irish, so it's kind of a prerequisite for living. If I'm going out, mm. I will always drink beer, always exclusively. What if sort I'm, of beer? Peroni. Well, whatever they've got. Slager. Um, are you it, like lager? If I'm staying in, like this weekend, for instance, yeah. is one of my favourite weekends of the year. Why? Because it's the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, I didn't know that you were a big Eurovision fan. God, I fucking love just getting pissed and watching the utter insanity of Eurovision. It's inset. I love it. And, uh, Why didn't you go? I don't want to go to it. I just want to watch it in private and just laugh my bollocks off. It's just. Well, like, are you, you know, laughing at them or are you kind of enjoying the? I'm laughing at them. Oh, you arsehole. Yeah. Why? Just like, look, Kazakhstan, Kaz Kazakhstani it's... rap. <laughs> really? No, you should wait for the finish. Um, they've got this cha cha cha. Oh, great! Okay, I love it. It's and he says cha 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 like seventy-eight times. Brilliant. And it's every, every, it sounds kind of like he's Darth Vader and he's going right. and he's rapping with a cha cha cha. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Brilliant. And I love that. I love the earnest tunes as well. The, the, the "We Are the World" ones. Yeah. I love that kind of thing. But the Eurovision Song Contest—it's far out. I remember watching it when you were little. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I used remember to sit watch... and score it with my father oh, really? and mother. Really? We all sit around there and Miss World. Right. Yeah. Me, my, remember yeah. when Miss World was a thing? Yeah. It was on telly on Saturday night, and Dad would watch it. She'd I've seen better than her down the pub. You know. <laughs> That's like, what, what pub are you going to? Um, but no, I do like Eurovision Song Contest. I'll stay in and get a bit... Get a bit but no, but please tell me somebody else is going to be yeah, drinking I'm with you. And you're gonna, maybe you should get the kids around and start doing a tally thing and try, do a little... I'm not going to be sitting there maudlin drinking. There'll be someone else. There'll be a few people there. Don't worry about that. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I love it. I remember watching it the year when... I don't really remember this, but some uh, Finnish guys... It was like a black metal group... And they were dressed as, uh, they all dressed in like, they were like, dressed in... Oh yeah, I remember them. They're called Lordy. And I was sat watching it, and I was a bit stoned, right? And I was thinking, what the fuck is this? And then they won it, right? Because obviously people were voting to take the piss. And ever since then I was like, this is essential viewing on a Saturday night. Um, I, now, these are two questions from Felix White. Mm. 
what a life it would be if you could come for mine for tea. Mm. Pick you up at half past three. We'll have lasagna. Yeah. Who was cooking lasagna? So that song came about. We were, at the time we were hanging out with, in Liverpool, um, we were hanging out with this band called The Real People. We had this crazy cousin, and his name was Digsy. We were just jamming in their rehearsal room one night. Um, he got up on the mic, and we, was, we were all playing one chord. And he started to sing this thing, went round and round, and, and, this, and I can't remember the tune, but the lyrics went... What did you have for your tea tonight? What I had lasagna. I had lasagna. It sounds really, really ridiculous. And then I was just stuck with me, and I had this tune, and it just seemed to fit. <laughs> it was one of those songs when you play it to the band, and they go, "Really? Okay. <laughs> lasagna?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I could, you know, I'm fucking singing that. Fucking lasagna." He, he fucking sung it. <laughs> I fucking right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was just. It was. It was just born out of this crazy guy, Digsy's Bizarre mind. Yeah. Um, strawberry lemonade. Well, yeah, it was, it was a thing from that drink. That was Snapple, a... wasn't it? Oh, Snapple. Wow, you've really... did you really? Did you really? I love the peach iced tea. I don't, I, it was I, really I, big in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I was with this girl at the time who only drank this strawberry lemonade thing. Oh. And that, that old song talk tonight is quite an autobiographical tale of a weekend I spent with this girl in San Francisco and all she drank was strawberry lemonade. Did that put you off her or was it kind of like you were like sure she tastes sweet? <laughs> well, <laughs> well I was no it didn't put me off her no no I mean I got a song out of it so you know <laughs> I can main thing. I got a great song out of it and I'll be playing that song on tour this year so. Oh well everyone we have it because it's like a it was a b-side wasn't it? Or... Yeah all my all my best songs I gave away as b-sides like a fool. Yeah, but I, no, I don't. But it's catalogue. You've got so much. You can now do that. No, of course. But at the time, I had this period from like 1993 till 1990, just 1996, where every song that I wrote became really famous. But if I could go back in time now, I would keep all those great B sides and turn it into a proper album. Do, do you know it? I mean? no. Why can't you do it? You can no, do we it. didn't. We put a B-side album. What I'm saying is, at, at, at the time, it would have made a colossal third album. But of course, when you're young and you're, you know, you're on the way up, you're just like thinking, well, this is never going to dry up. This is going to be amazing. And I would write these songs, and nobody at the record label, because we were on an indie record label and everyone was a bit mad, you know, <laughs> nobody had the wherewithal to say that's a bit good for a B-side. They were just like, yeah, fucking, that's brilliant. I mean, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit. It's it's a bit over the top to say we gave them away because they have, you know, I still play them, so they, they didn't go to waste, but it would have been nice if they were on some kind of official album. What's your favourite song to perform of all your songs? It, well, it's always At new ones. It's always It's always new ones. It, okay. It, you know, I do... A so, actually, a song I've never, ever, ever, ever gone off is Don't Look Back in Anger because it yes. elicits... It, I mean, it's such a hymn now and it means yeah. so much to so many people all around the world. I've never gone off that one. But songs as... Jesse will tell you, you kind of, you have a moment with them and then you just got to let them go and people will come up to you and say, oh, why didn't you play this song? And it's like, I've, it's gone now, you know what I mean? It's like a child that's left home and that's it. It's grown up and it's got married and it's fucked off, thank God. And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the, um, but the ones that you enjoy are the, are the new ones because cause it's new for you and, and then exciting, uh, yeah, you, get, yeah. you get a couple of years out of them. So at the moment, I'm enjoying all, all the new ones and... Uh, but don't look back in anger. You know, if you've got that one song, if you'd only written that one song for the rest of your life, you'd be doing all right. Do you know what I mean? It's you kind would, of definitely. yeah, it's uh, but without it being, it's an extraordinary piece of music. Without it being technically an extraordinary song, it's. But I think that's the appeal of it. Is like guys who are amateur guitar players can sit and play it and sing it. Is it hard though to have made that? Do you have to kind of put it? Like lock it away, yeah, yeah. knowing that you've got that song that will live on forever. You gotta let it go. And then yeah, you gotta let it go. Oh, but yeah. like when you're writing, and then you're you're not trying to better. No, that. you it's... have you have to let it go, and you have to accept that it was a you, moment. It was a moment in time, and yeah. thank God you had that moment. Mm. And you have to let it go, and then don't. Where did you write it? it? I wrote in Paris. You were in Paris. Yeah, and I don't even remember writing it. We were at, we were on tour in ninety. Uh, Four ninety-five, and we'd been out. Well, I often wonder 
because I woke up the next, we'd been out on a really boozy night out. And I woke up the next day and there it was written down. Not not all of it, but like the outline of it. And I'd, I'd, I'd kind of, I'd had the chords and no idea who Sally is, but we'd been at a strip club that night. And uh, now let me quantify that. We did, we'd done a gig that yeah. then turned into a strip okay. club. We it like, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I don't get shot. You're not a stripper, are you? No, I'm no. not a stripper and I don't get shot. Right. <laughs> she wants to know more. She'll be at the strip yeah, club please. next time. Yeah. There's still time. Okay. There's still time. Yeah. You know, the internet is full after, of many magical things. Where are we, where are we going after with these shots? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who Sally is, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. She must I, have given I, I you a good dance. I've never met a stripper called Sally. They're always called Emmanuel and shit like that, aren't they? Yeah, there was. So the my friends tell me. Film series called Emmanuel. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, so you've got to let that go and accept that. But it's constantly being revived because do you remember after yeah. the Manchester bombing? Yeah, 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 and then people spontaneously well, yeah, started to even, sing even it. when the. When they, I'm talking well, about the writing, like of okay. writing and going back in. It's like yeah, you have to accept that other people think that's your that's your peak moment. I don't necessarily think that. No, 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 and, if, and, if, and, and I'm it, not saying yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 I know. And if, and if you thought that you'd never write another song after, yeah. after Wonderwall and Don't Look Back in Anger, why would you bother, yeah. right? But to me, I've written better songs than Don't Look Back in Anger. I think. Mm. I think there's there's a track on this album called Dead to the World is superior to both of them. But then ask me in ask me in ten years time. Is that the one that says about the heavy wears? Heavy no, that's power. easy now. It's I, it's the it's the real orchestra one. It's got no drums on it. It's, yes. Um, uh, called Dead to the World. Yeah, it's my favourite song on the album. But um, but I, I've worked out what songwriting is. You know, you're just on a it's a constant transient mm. thing, and you're just you're picking up influences and then just dropping. You're just dropping little bombs along the road of life, and then that's it. And then, but some people get it, and some people don't. They don't make the songs any less or more. You know, it's kind of if it's turning, if it's turning you on, then that ha- that 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 has to be enough. I wouldn't any people that write songs for streams or clicks or to sell records. They're not they're not in it for the right reasons. No, you know, right. you've got it. There's got to be. You know, I've if one person comes up to you. 12 years after you wrote a song that no one's interested in and says, my, that song, that's it, that'll do. It meant a you know, lot. Yeah. It meant a lot to someone. It doesn't have to mean everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... But then, but, but you know, everybody... But you're pro- still so ambitious and I think that's really... You still, you, you have... You're prolific, like, you put out work all the well, time. This is be- you- I don't have any other interests... I, like I don't drive, I, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't collect. You don't any, play golf. I don't. I can't swim. I don't collect anything. I'm not. A, I'm not an avid art collector. I don't. I'm not passionate about. You know. Um, You've got your kids. No, no. But that goes without saying. Yeah. You know. There's like thing. Rock stars usually get other interests, and that's why they take You're their foot off the gas. No, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm. I'm obsessed with being writing music. Yeah, and the more and the more I do it, the more I want to do it. And in um, that's why in lockdown I wrote three albums, like th- thirty-four songs, completed thirty-four songs, which is going to last me now. I have to stop writing now because I've got to record them all now. And uh, I, it's the it's the thing that gives me, apart from the, my kids, which goes without saying, it's the thing that gives me the greatest sense of uh, worth and your place in life do you know what I mean this is what I do and I love it and I never take it for granted and I do a bit every day I'm not the kind of person that sits down and says right from May until thing I shall write a new album and it shall be about this I chip away every day and just finish one song off and then I don't have a look at another where one where did you learn guitar uh, well I'm completely self-taught yeah 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 I've never had a musical lesson yeah um, my... can you read music now no I don't know anyone that can I don't know uh, anyone Jessie. that can <laughs> Can you? No, 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 I can't. I also like. I'm. That's the thing that I'm trying to do for my kids. I'm not trying to. Actually, I'm interested. In what you? I don't want to ram lessons down my kids' throat, but I want them to feel like. Well, I tell you what. I've, they should have a, an instrument because I wished I'd had an instrument. It what, makes I, me feel very inadequate in the studio. Well, I tell you what I did for all of them, and one out of the three got it. So I just left instruments around the house. Yeah. So I just left little toy keyboards in the bedrooms, and little guitars. And two of them are not interested, but the youngest lad kind of was, he was like me. The, the, how I got it, because I just was like, right, how I got into it was this. My, my dad 
who was a country and western DJ in the Irish social clubs around Manchester. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know whether he won this guitar at a game of cards. I don't know what happened, but this guitar appeared in our house and he, he couldn't play it. And when I used to get grounded for for you know not going to school and all that kind of thing, glue so stuff. And uh, I would t- I took this guitar upstairs into my bedroom and I I started to play Joy Division bass lines. That's how I and then some Joy local Division some local kids like older hippie brother kind of came round and said, Oh my brother can tune that for and tuned it up. And it's I just I just was just into it. You still got that guitar? No, no I've still I've still got a couple of early ones. But 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 so when, you know, growing, oh, well, you should teach the kids. And I was like, well, I was never taught, but how I, I just, I, I think if you force kids an instrument upon them, kids like to rebel against their parents, like, I'm not doing that. Whereas I, I'm still into it now, and I think it's because I went to it. Working with family, though, I mean, you've had the experience, of course, with Oasis. I mm. work with mum in a different way. It's a bit less <laughs> wrong, <laughs> uh, Apart from when we've done our uh, sold-out show in uh, Bridgewater Hall. Um, but, yeah, do you, do you still appreciate that, the romance of having, you know, a sibling and, and a family involved in that journey up? Well, it's your, it's your greatest strength and your greatest weakness. The greatest strength, because when two family members sing together, it's like an instrument that you can't buy, so you mm-hmm. immediately becomes recognisable on the radio and you've got great rapport and connection with it and you you know and it, it, it made Oasis what it was by the same rule it was it's Achilles heel that eventually you know eventually broke the band up because you can push each other's buttons and you tend to Revel in it. Did it upset <laughs> your mum when you had the big fallout? No, my mum, everyone says this to me about my mum and it's like, you know journalists, you know Getting the band back together, you know, it make your mum happy. It's like I'm fifty fucking five. Do you think I give a shit about what my mum's got to say about anything now? It's just like she couldn't even control me when I was fourteen. Like I've got three kids and a fucking cat. You know what I mean? Three kids. Uh, Boots doesn't live with me anymore, sadly. But he was uh, such a handsome boy. Do you yeah. think you get another cat or a dog? Uh, maybe me. Uh, I like other people's dogs. Oh, my mates have got dogs and they're great. Uh, but they're just like children. I'd rather have another baby than a dog. Do you think you might have another baby? Absolutely not. Are you sure? No, absolutely not. But you not. might meet someone who's younger who wants a I don't baby. Like young, I don't like younger people. Don't you? Oh, Lenny's, uh, Lenny's I'm, available. I'm free. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but she's not into stripping, so it's not going to work, I'm afraid. Who knows? <laughs> um, do you want another cup of tea to go with your cake? No, no, I'm okay. I'll, I'll have a spoon, though, if you've got yes, spoon. Yes, of course, I've got Thank a spoon. I have to say, I'm the shittest at making cakes. This looks but this great. Looks, oh, no. It's pretty good. In the words of do you want Rick Astley. Cr- pass- do you want some cream done? It's not cream, it's Greek yoghurt. And what's the other one? Creme fraiche that may be off. Hold on. No, it looks all right. Do you want a bit of creme fraiche or is it no, all thanks. right? No, I've got to go Can sing now for two hours. Jess? Yeah, I think we rehearse at the same um, at the same spot. Uh, FOMO. SW19. Oh no, that person in Wimbledon. Yeah. Oh, we used to. We're in we're in North London. There was like a beautiful moment that you were rehearsing, and don't look back. And anger was just. I think you were just playing, and we were just in the other room, and it just sounded stunning. Oh wow! Oh, it was when I was doing it acoustically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, it's a pleasure. Well, do you have to perform that when you're at a concert? Uh, Well, the way if you didn't, everyone. The way the way the way I look at putting together set lists is this: I always think right. The person that I'm playing for is the person that's coming to see me for the first time. So they're going to want... If I'm going to see one of my favourite artists, Bob Dylan or whatever, for the first time, I would think, right, I'd like him to play this, 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 this and this. And if he did play that, that would be amazing. But I'm not too interested in that. Mm. So that's the way I look at it. It's like... Given the hits. It's like there's a deal that you have to have with your audience. When you've been going for so long and I've written so many songs, it's like, I'll get to what you want to hear in a bit. But let, well, but, let, yeah. but let me do my thing for me first. Yeah. And so if I don't play half the world away and don't look back in anger, I'd be in the crowd going, well, why didn't you play those songs? Mm. So those, those two are pretty much a given. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be some more obscure Oasis stuff for people who've seen me a f- few times who were just like, right, well, I've heard, I don't need to hear that again. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then there'll be the new stuff is for me. And then there's the bit in the middle where you just kind of keep it a bit loose. I need to know if your children are stealing your clothes. Yeah. Ah. The relics. Ah, not, well, the... Would the, you let them? See, what I do every every few months is I'll just give them all to charity every 
maybe six yeah. months so a year. So some of that Umbro Kappa, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of that yeah. is in a local charity shop in Buckinghamshire. Uh, the, the, the doc, the doctor, the doctor Bernardo's in Marleybone, unwittingly uh, had quite a lot of uh, Oasis clothes and just, yeah, I didn't have to make a big deal of it. It's just like go and plonk these so on the door. So, uh, yeah, there wouldn't be, uh, there wouldn't be a day goes by when I see a photograph and go, oh, why did I give that away? Really? Why did I give that away? There's some fucking idiot. But you know, like, <laughs> or if some you, really happy person. Yeah, you know, no, but if you make a big deal of it, people will just buy it and put it on eBay. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. So every kind of six months a year, wardrobe would be bursting. It'd be like, right, it's got to go. And um, is there anything you have kept for sentimental reasons? No, I'm not sentimental. No, I, I know I get rid of it. I do have these moments of madness every twelve months, six months, where I go, right, done. I'll go down to my lockup looking for something and go, this is just fucking get rid of it, incinerate it all, and everyone would be like, whoa, wait, wait a minute, this fucking what? This is kind of the stage set from such and such thing. But I don't, I don't hold on to the past. Do you I don't not have one treasured possession like um, someone gave you or something that you've got on the wall? Maybe or... it's that ring. I don't this, know. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, on this bracelet I bought That's on my gorgeous. travels. If I'd lost these two, I would be extremely unhappy because you wear them every day and they mm. become part of you. Treasured possession. What have possession. You got written on there? Nothing. Nothing, no. Just heavy. Yeah. And gold. If I uh, guitars. Yes, I hold on to guitars because I've written songs on them and my kids should have them or they should go into some place where people can either look at them, I don't know. But those kind of things, I'm, I would hold on. Yeah, I, I, I don't sell guitars I've written big songs on. It's all, because it's the, all the, about the music yeah, for you and that, the, yeah, that's yeah, the romance yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Treasured possessions. I lost a pillow once on fucking tour and it, I was devastated. I bring my own pillow on tour. Do you bring a pillow on tour? Yes. I do. I can't. I hate tour buses I, yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so bad on them. And, I, and I, I lost a pillow once on tour. It came up. Suitcase arrived back from America and there was a pillow missing and a leather jacket. And I was like, <gasps> the leather jacket, I can understand. Who's fucking stealing pillows at Heathrow <laughs> Airport, you callous fuckers? I know, I agree. I know, there'd be some fucking... What kind of, what kind of pillow was it? it was just, a, it, was just, it was just my pillow, do you know what I mean? I can yeah. sleep in any trashy, horrible beds. But as long as I've got my pillow... So they're not going to be doing an exhibition like David Bowie's exhibition did you of your see clothes. I did, yeah, yeah. I went, to, I, go, I, yeah, went to the, I didn't even go to the Oasis one. <laughs> I went to the Bowie one and the Pink Floyd one. And, yeah, I, yeah the, the Bowie one was great. It was fascinating seeing the lawyer's letter where he changed his name officially from David Jones to David Bowie. Some of those clothes could have been at V&A. No. Oh, you don't want, give a shit. He wants to look at a lot of cagoules. Cagoules? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got David Bowie, the Japanese designers, and this, that, and the other, and like, oh, yeah, yeah. look at this Parker. Look at this Kangol hat. Good it's Parker. fucking mega. Oh, do you know what I really loved? I really loved the Adidas trainer section. That was amazing. <laughs> Are you pals with your brother, our kid? No, no, Mom, we don't. No, no, no. 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 Still. Oh, for no. God's sake, Mum really did I the thought research. that I thought... I thought you. I th- he's he definitely makes overtures towards you oh, constantly. Yeah, well, then he should stop slagging me off on the internet, then, shouldn't he? Do, do you follow him on Twitter? No. Oh. But whenever I've heard him speak, he's always saying, we're getting back together. That's because he's I'm insane. Sure. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, fine. All right. But you talk, when you refer to our kid, it sounds quite affectionate. Yeah, but that's what, that's what, I mean, as you know, that's the way we speak up north. But yeah, I've got really fond kid. memories of the Oasis thing and all that. And it would have to take an extraordinary chain of events for it to happen again. But I'm really happy with what, what I'm doing. I love it. And I love going at my own pace. The thing when you're in a... When you're in, in a band, band yeah. it's a compromise yeah. with all the other people. So everybody's got to have their own little bit and feel worth... Because I was the sole songwriter. Yeah. It was difficult for the other four guys, you know, this is band, this Lord is the big thing, and they didn't really have any creative input into it because I was so prolific at writing the songs. So when you're, if, when you're in a band situation... You have to compromise, and with what I'm doing now, I can do. It. If I want to take five years off at the end of this tour, I'll do it. Whereas it's like in, marriage, really, yeah, isn't with, it? Yeah, <laughs> with it, when in a band thing, it's a sea of moving parts that you've all got to keep the plate spinning, and that exhausted me in the end. Which is why, in the end, it was just like it's time for me to quit. There was just too many plates spinning, and there was you're trying to put one fire out, and then there's another one going off. So I think I think when you're in your twenties and thirties, it's amazing because you've got the energy to do it. Whereas when you get Older, you're just like, I've got my kids now, and all that. Yeah, Yeah, fuck it, I can't be honest. Do you you find the idea of, maybe because they're a bit older, but how old are your youngest? 13. 13. Do you find it when you're thinking, and this is a kind of selfish 
question, but do you think about the tours and think, I can't be away for that long? Or do you feel like they're so used to... Well, the, the, oh, so I got back off my last tour in 2019 and I'd been away more or less. I've been on the road since 2015. And when I... No, well, not all the time. Yeah, I've been back, back, and back and months and off and that one. But when I, I remember... I remember going away and I had two baby sons. And when I got back in 2019, the eldest opened the door and he had a tash and he called me bruv. Oh, stop it. <laughs> and I was like, yes, mate. And he went, yes, bruv. And I was like, bruv? You fucking bruv. You fucking dad. He referred to me as dad. He was like, yo, bruv. Yo, pops is back. I was like, who's this guy with the tash? And, um, and then... And then it happened. And then it's like, right, I was, I was always going to take till this time off. And of course pandemic happened and covid and things got a bit tricky where um, did you spend lockdown uh well we we just we just don't know whether i thought at the time it's luckily it's maybe not the greatest life decision we'd made um just before the pandemic we decided we were going to move out of london and we and we were in hampshire and of course it was it was a twofold thing out there where you don't feel like you're in a pandemic because in the middle of the country you never see anyone from day to day anyway but the good, but then you're kind of, you know, you're there and that's it. And yeah. the, you can't dip into London for a couple of nights and you can't see your mates. And you're locked do, do, in. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it was a tricky time for everybody. But um, I, um, yeah, I was, I was out there. It was, it was just horrible. I, that, that t- I mean, the only good thing that came out was which I, I wrote a lot of music. Which How good were you at homeschooling? Dreadful. Did you? Dreadful. My, I remember my lad was like, Dad, where's the Philippines? He shouted as he's in his underpants, right, at the one end of the table. And I was like, Google it. Google. <laughs> right? Google it. And when we looked at his Google search, kind of like he'd Googled in, where the fuck are the Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> he was about 11 at the time. And I was like, this kid is a fucking he's a prodigy. <laughs> where the fuck are the Philippines um, before we, you go off to do rehearsals for the tour do you want another piece of cake no thanks I'm would fine. you like one for later for that no, afternoon no, no, kind no. of pick me up no 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, I'll have an apple in the afternoon you're quite healthy. healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not like I said. I don't eat a great deal. I kind of have a big breakfast and whatever I want done. During the day, I usually skip lunch and crack on doing what I'm doing. But a pink lady apple is my thing. I love. Do you know they're really good for you? They lower your blood pressure. Do they really? Yeah. This is why I'm so chilled, yeah. as you can see. <laughs> this is why he's so relaxed. I'm laid back. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you? Ask you one taste that can transport you back to somewhere. Good or bad? So in Ireland, they have a thing called soda bread. Yes. So if I was to have soda bread with loads, loads of butter on, like my mum used to give us in between coming home from school and having tea, as we call it, Mm. off, not dinner, uh, that would remind me of growing up. Uh, So soda bread and a real builder's cup of tea, that that would be my thing, yeah. Oh, um, Noel, thank you so much for coming over. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank chatting. you very much. Thanks. Thanks. And good much. luck with the album. It's beautiful. It's Come and see us. I'm playing. I'll be, oh, I'll be playing yes. Where are you playing in London? Uh, do, uh, well, I'm doing an open airs in the summer, playing at Crystal Palace. Oh, nice. Oh, around the corner. Yeah, and then in, I'm doing the arenas in the winter where I'm playing at Wembley, Wembley Arena. So, anyone. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. for coming. No worries. You're very handsome. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I'm not going to slip off, but you are very handsome and you've got gorgeous blue eyes. I'm telling you now, telling you now, I'll give you my number in a bit when your daughter's gone. You won't be living on your own anymore, though. We'll we'll get you backstage. Oh, God! Okay, get out of my house. Gallagher, rock and roll star. He was so rock and roll, Jess. I think I felt like you gave him a good run for his money. Did I? Yeah. Did you enjoy him? I thought he was fabulous. I really enjoyed being listening to him. I had not realised what a complete artist he is, really, and his devotion to music and songwriting. I think it's really rare to be able to have like an artist that is like the romance, authentic. Yeah. He's proper. Absolutely love having Noel on. Thank you so much. What a brilliant anecdotes. 
Just fab. Loved him. Oh, my son's come through the door. You just missed a rock and roll He's star, singing. son. I'm just going to get, I'm going to scatter the, the, the guitars and the pianos around. and then So we'll, that he'll So I get play. a don't look back and then go in the, in, 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 the, in the house. He was just fab. Loved it. Thank you, Noel. Good luck with the record. I think he really meant that we could go to his show. Yes, mum. Good luck with the record. Good luck with touring. You can catch him throughout the summer. If you're listening in America, he's on tour with Garbage um, very soon. But I think I'll be at the Withinshaw Park one. Um, or Crystal Palace, that's in, nearer to me. Anyway, yeah. check it out. Council Skies is out on the 2nd of June. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.